As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's now time for the best football talking time because joining me for the return of his weekly segment during Steelers season is all-time Steelers great Craig Wolfley. Wolf, part of me can't believe the NFL's playing. The league has handled the pandemic pretty well, hasn't it? There's no question about it, Mark. I mean, when you had gone back a couple months ago, I was really questioning whether you're even going to be able to get this thing launched. Look, if you've got problems with Major League Baseball being able to get teams out on the field and play for more than two or three games in a row. And let's face it, the biggest huddle up they got is that at the home plate or whatever. <laughs> How in the world are you going to be able to manage this, you know, with players face-to-face uh, crashing into each other? And everything. But I think they've done a great job in providing a, a safe place for the players. Now, I want to talk Steelers O-line right off the bat, your position and specialty. Mm-hmm. What is the current state of that Steelers O-line? you got new starters at three different positions on Monday night at New York. Yeah, that's a little less than optimal. If you uh, you know look at the way this Steelers line has operated in the last several years. But there's a few things that are, to me, uh, key about it. Number one is you got Marquise Pouncey, who in my mind is going to go down as one of the great centers uh, in football and at, at, at Hall of Fame at some point in time when he's ready to step off and do his five years of, you know, just being away from the game and then come out and get a jacket. Uh, unfortunately, Dave DeCastro might not be there. Doesn't look like he could be. I don't know yet what it, what it is, what's going to happen with him. Uh, but you have Stefan Wisniewski. Now, the good thing about Stefan is this is a plug-and-play guy who's no stage is too big for him. He's been plug-and-played into the – two of the biggest games ever in the Super Bowl and been able to be on the winning side. So he's got no problems with that. I've watched him. He's, a, he's an excellent player. The guy that you, you, you worry a little bit about, uh, and I don't think it's going to be Matt Filer at left guard, it's going to be Zach Banner. And I think Zach has got the opportunity to grab the brass ring, be the starter, be that guy, and it's a big gulp of air when you realize that. And I know Zach is a pretty much – said that you know when you listen and read between the lines he understands where he's at and he understands the great opportunity i think he's going to do fine but this is always about young man proving where he's at and then of course you got al al came into camp and i gotta tell you something man he looked terrific he was big broad he was rugged and i just i can't say enough about how i thought al had uh, responded over the pandemic to get himself some quality work in whatever he was doing he obviously has been doing some work with a squat bar and manhole covers going up <laughs> and down in the same place. 
Well, I want to stay with Banner for a second, and I give him all the credit in the world for winning the job because his career has taken the, the proverbial long and winding road, even at a young age. Now, do you think that's for keepsies, or can Chuk still get in there? Oh, there's no doubt this is not settled in stone. I mean, I, I, I will tell you this. Uh, you, you're going to end up, and you always want your five best on the field. If for some reason it would mean Steph Wisniewski plays terrific, uh, Chooks, or I'm sorry, not Chooks, but Zach struggles, and you're not really, mm, is, is, is Chooks the answer? Hey, there's no problem with moving Matt Filer back out there, putting Steph in, in at left guard, and uh, when the, Dave DeCastro is all healthy and, and, and haven't had it. So, I mean, trust me, when I say this, I, I do believe sincerely that they're going to put their five best out there regardless at some point given that this works itself out over the next couple of weeks. But I have very a great deal of confidence in Zach Banner that he is the man ready for this moment in time to grab the bull by the horn, so to speak. Are you worried about David DeCastro? Uh, he's barely practiced, and obviously he's one of the best talents at guard in football. But, but sometimes at that age, Wolf, you get so broke you can't get fixed very easily. Well, that's true. And being one of those guys that got broke a, a little <laughs> bit more towards the well, end. Well, I, I wanted to let on. you say that, Wolf. <laughs> it's okay, brother. You know, we, we, it is what it is, as they say. So the fact is, you know, for David, that it is worrisome. But, uh, again, as far as how it goes, for, if he could simply get out on the field um, that night, I wouldn't have a problem with it, given the fact that he's able to run and move. Now, is this worse than what they're letting on? I don't know. That's the uncomfortable part about the whole thing. Just how bad is this knee injury? Because a knee injury to a guard who's got a pull, who runs, who gets out on the hoof like David does, his search and destroying missions are pretty impressive. So if there's something that's hampering his speed and his ability to get out and around and turn up on the field, that's going to be problematic. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But certainly, if David in any way, shape, or form is ready to go and he just walks out there on Monday night, I got no problems with that because he's been there, done that enough. What about that Giants O-line? It's not a stellar group, but uh, there's a star behind it. Saquon Barkley doesn't need much space, does he? No, he doesn't. You're right on it, though. You take a look at that offensive line, and you know, you've know you got a rookie starting at left tackle, and you've got a, pretty much a traveling dude in Cameron Fleming starting at the right tackle. Uh, I, I do like uh, Kevin Zeitler. I think he's probably the best guy up front. Will Hernandez, their left guard, is uh, you know he's he's one of those guys. He's um, he's about six three and three thirty. I mean he's he's a pachyderm, all right. And it's good. He's one of those plow horses in the middle. But I really think when you talk about the fact, here, here's what I heard the other day: Daniel Jones, the quarterback, likes to hold on to the ball. He's a tough guy. He's going to hang on to that ball, and he's going to wait, and he's going to throw it downfield. And then I heard somebody say, I'm not sure they can protect him. Now, if I'm a defensive guy, I'm like going, oh, yeah, okay, you hang on to that ball, Daniel Jones. Yeah, because I'm going to have that that left tackle, Bud Dupree. I'm going to have that that left tackle and see what I can do because he should be able to rain down some hits over that young buck playing at the left tackle spot. Well, and it's worth noting, too, that Daniel Jones fumbled 18 times in 13 games last year, so perhaps the Steelers can put the ball on the carpet like they were so adept at last year. Now, when the Steelers have the ball, can they run it? Because it's a passing league, Wolf, but it's weird. It's a passing league, but you absolutely still have to be able to run the ball, don't you? 
No question about it. And this is why I always talk about the fact that all roads lead to seven. You know, I mean, it really is all about who's playing that quarterback spot. You don't have a sniff for the postseason play if you don't have a franchise quarterback. And when you got a Hall of Famer, you got more than a sniff, and that's what you got with Ben. Ben stepping back in the lineup means that every quarterback can't play press just arbitrarily. Ben stepping up into the lineup means you can't simply drop an eighth guy, ninth guy into the box and, 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 and you know, try to uh, operate with that punching you right in the grill. You've got to be able to stand back, and you can't go one safety high all the time because Ben's going to kill you, and they know it. And his arm, that's why I'm so excited, you know, him going three days in a row, whatever, four days in a row, that's important. You know, you know his arm is just fine and it's ready to cut loose Monday night. So I'm excited about the fact that he's able to step in there. Just his presence alone, being being able to operate that offense and being able to show the people all that good rehab work was not going to waste. He's large and in charge, and he knows how to get it done. We're talking to Craig Wolfley here on 105.9 The X. Now, one more thing about Ben, and I agree with everything you've said. He looks great. He's in great shape. He was throwing the ball very well at camp. But I want to see him zip the ball to the sideline when the bullets are flying because that's the key test for him coming back, isn't it? It is. Mark, you know, I can tell you, when I blew up my ACL, okay, uh, the, the hardest and scariest hit I took that year because I still ended up, they cut it out and I played 11 games that year. So the, the hardest and scariest hit that I took on that knee was the very first time I got hit in practice, you know, and that was worrisome. And then the next scariest was when I get first got hit in a game. All right. That's where Ben's at now. Now it's about what happens when he takes that, the, the doink to the shoulder or gets railed into the ground. Does he bounce back up from it? That's where, like you said, let him zip it with the, everything flying for real. Let him zip the ball and, and see how it goes. Also, let him take a hit, see how that goes. But this I do know, and this is what I'm excited about. In a game like this, two of the keys I think to this game are whatever team can ramp up the fastest to game speed. You know, it's not practice. It's not preseason. This is game. This is the big platform. This is Monday Night Football. Well, Ben, he's won two out of three Super Bowls. That's the biggest platform you can get. And the other thing about it is I believe – Whatever team gets comfortable in an uncomfortable situation the fastest. Let's face it, you're going into a cavernous 80,000-seat stadium that's got no people in it. <laughs> it's going to be weird, okay? But Ben, think about his first start. His first start, he was born in the aftermath of a hurricane. That's what his first start was. I think he's going to operate and be, get comfortable first, no doubt about it. Now, I'm looking to see how good they are in the red zone because – Last year they were last in the red zone without Ben. The year before they were first in the red zone with Ben. And now you got Ebron, you got Claypool, you got some vertical guys, but you got some quick horizontal guys too. And and Wolf, you need both in the red zone, don't you? No question about it, because the vertical guys can stretch a little bit of window. The underneath guys can stretch it from the other way. And you create a little bit of area to carve out for each other. I like the fact that you got Eric Ebron. You know, some guys just have that knack, Mark. They know where to go to get themselves open. Guys just have it. I, I, you know, you can't really say he's a touchdown maker. Uh, he's the, but this is a guy, Eric Ebron, that when he gets around the end zone, 
uh, end zone there. For whatever reason, he can get himself free. He's just got that knack of um, finding a way to free himself up. If Ben and he get a hot streak going, uh, I certainly think that it's a, it's a great thing to see. I think it's going to be one of those needed things. You need to be successful in the red zone. Let's face it. If Ben can stake that defense uh, the Steelers have to a, you know, a nice 21-point lead, make Daniel Jones throw coming from behind with that defense coming after him, I'm telling you what, that's like, that's like feeding a leg of lamb to a tank full of piranha at dinner time, right? Have at it, boys. Go get them. And so I, I, I think that the, all these things coming together, right now it feels like a good start for the Steelers coming up. Let's jump to Claypool, the, the rookie from Notre Dame, the receiver. No OTAs, no mini camp, no preseason games, and a short camp. But it seems like the Steelers' coaches trust him, and Ben trusts him too, don't he? No question. You know, this is what I call the Canadian effect this year, okay? <laughs> between The secret sauce for the Monday night game to me is between what Matt, what Matt Canada brings to Randy Feetner and what Chase Claypool brings to Ben Roethlisberger. I think there's an awful lot there. You think about this. I don't know that, that Chase Claypool is going to be dominant targets. Uh, I don't think you can just simply say his receptions and yards are going to determine whether he had a good game or bad game. I think the knowledge that this guy is 6'4", almost 6'5", 240 pounds, that's tight end size, a 4'4", with a 40-inch vertical. Uh, I can't help but think if you split him out, that safety over the top is going to be leaning his way big time. And I think anytime you start creating a draft or a wake, such as a 4'4 guy can do, especially a 6'4 guy who, you know, sometimes put him out there and let him run long and just chuck the ball and see if you can get a pass interference. Because you know your average 6'1 corner is going to struggle to stay up with a 6'4", 240-pound guy. And by the way, let's remember, this is a 6'4", 240-pound guy who I saw one time in practice when Joe Hayden, got in his mustache uh, right at the line of scrimmage and press. He clubbed him out of the way so bad that when Chase Claypool left the line of scrimmage, Joe Hayden was not in front of him. Okay, <laughs> that's a pretty good club. So I'm excited about what Chase Claypool can do. I think Ben's already got some good, uh, you know, that uh, like ESPN type thing going on, you know, in his gourd. And I think that, uh, you know, Matt Canada brings some interesting possibilities to add to what Randy Feetner might want to do. Now, the Giants have struggled the past three years, 12 wins in that stretch, but I do like Joe Judge, the new coach, and they're using a defense with three safeties. It's kind of a, a, a tricky look. Uh, how will Ben deal with that? Well, you know, it depends on who they match up. This is what's going to be kind of exciting and why I'm kind of bummed that, you know what, you, the, the, I would love to be on the sidelines for this game. Unfortunately, we can't because of, restrictions the NFL has put into place. But seeing what's going to happen on the sidelines, how Butts is going to make uh, his response to whatever Joe Judge puts out there, it's going to be interesting, or whatever Randy Feeker sees Joe Judge put out there. Because the fact of the matter is, nobody knows because nobody's got any film on these guys. Nobody has any idea, Zippo, nada, of what Joe Judge is going to do other than, you know, they have some film on Saquon Barkley from last year which I'm sure Devin Bush has been devouring and, and some of the other guys. But how they respond is going to be interesting because, as Randy said, you know, the first couple of series, we're going to, you know, test out some guys, throw some people out, make sure we understand who is lining up with who and what matchups we can exploit. I said this before, you know, 
unknowns, they're, they're, they're a little bit tough. Small unknowns can be, should be small unknowns. Like the time when uh, I remember in the early 80s when uh, our uh, offensive line coach said, we're, uh, you know, at the pregame meal said, here's our first series, scripted up the first series. The first play was a toss 32 trap. Well, he says, we're going to run right at this new kid from the USFL, this kid called Reggie White. <laughs> okay, I can tell you that one didn't end well for me. Okay, but the fact of the matter is, you know, it's an unknown. I see the Steelers as a playoff team, Wolf, a wild card. What has to happen to get them to the next level, like to challenge for the division title and be a, a contender for, to make the Super Bowl? Well, I think we've got to see that consistent quarterback play come back into the Steelers' uh, offense, and that's what you're going to get with Ben. I think we need to establish that running game, as you talked about. Again, when you can't simply drop an eighth man, ninth man into the box, all right, because of the fact that Ben can go over the top of you, you're going to have a better opportunity to run the ball. I think that um, Chase Claypool brings a lot of speed that's going to be exciting to see. I think you got the opportunity to have uh, what Tunch calls thunder and lightning. So you've know, you got Vance McDonald, Derek Ebron, two tights. That's something you can operate with, even three tight end stuff, and uh, some additions on the offense that, you know, uh, however – Randy Feetner decides to do the shiny things that make the opposite defense kind of take notice and get their eyes like wandering. That's the type of stuff you want to see. Then defensively, if that offense can put some points on the board, that defense, think about it, 38 takeaways, you've got 54 sacks. Stephon Tuitt is back in the saddle. That could be, a, if everybody played like last year, it would be an over 60 sack year, which would be phenomenal. And the fact of the matter is, you know, this defense playing from uh, a lead? Yeah, Zooks, who knows what they can do. And finally, Wolf, you're the sideline reporter. You can't be on the sideline. How are you going to deal with that? I'm going to be in the first row when uh, we're at home. Now, you know, <laughs> my only problem with that, like I said, if, you're gonna, if I'm going to be by myself, make sure there's a vendor there. Let me get a dog, huh? Let me get a, a hamburger if I'm going to be in the front row. So I don't know how it's going to turn out, brother. I'm excited. Football's back. Let's go Steelers. There you go. Well, thank you so much. This is always great talk, and we'll do it again next week. Enjoy the game Monday night. You betcha, my friend. Thank you. That is Craig Wolfleet. We're going to have him every Monday through Steelers season. That really is the best football talk in Pittsburgh. Although, Andy Benoit of Sports Illustrated at 4.30, that's going to come awful close. Okay, we got the ratings for Thursday night football. The TV ratings? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Well, I'm killing that line today, aren't I? And don't forget, Benoit next hour, 105.9. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 